0: If you don't diversify your investment portfolio, you could end up losing it all. But most business owners don't know how to diversify to mitigate those risks. That's why we created this resource for you. This passive investing guide is a must have if you're planning to invest in businesses. Don't hesitate. If you have more than 25 grand liquid, then you can't afford not to take advantage of this resource. Download the four reasons why in 2021 you need small businesses in your portfolio now by going to www.abundantculture.co forward slash guide. Welcome back to the Abundant Culture Podcast, where business owners like you come to learn how to grow the valuation of their companies so they can sell in the future. On this show, you'll learn how to sell for top dollar and invest in profitable businesses around the country. Now here are your hosts, Jazz and Joe. Hey, welcome back to the Abundant Culture Podcast. This week, Joe and I are talking about the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner because we definitely feel like there is a difference and the difference is so significant that it makes a difference in your business essentially.
1: Absolutely, and also, I want to also say that I personally believe that in this day and age entrepreneur or entrepreneurship is becoming kind of like the the popular thing or like this buzzword. And I think that it is becoming slightly overrated because I do think that there like she said there's a difference between entrepreneur and business owner and I think business owners are a little bit more important than just and I shouldn't say more important. No but shade I feel like
0: disclaimer. Yeah. We are not trying to put anybody or anybody's projects, anything that they have going on. We are not trying to put that down at all.
1: Yeah. But I think what people don't realize is that they can be business owners without being entrepreneurs. And I think the world needs more business owners, not to say that it doesn't need more entrepreneurs, but I think we'll just go through the talking points that we wanted to talk about in this podcast. And then by the end of it, you'll kind of get a better idea of uh, what we mean by that. So the first thing we wanted to kind of touch on is how to know which category you actually fall under and what i want to really explain here is that there's some people who think they're business owners and they're entrepreneurs and there's probably you know entrepreneurs that think they are or business owners who are entrepreneurs but you know they don't know it so the thing about the thing that's different between entrepreneur and a business owner is a business is an asset that can be sold you as an entrepreneur can't can't be sold i mean you're you're a human being you being sold is slavery, is you can't sell yourself, or you shouldn't at least. And that's really the main difference. As a business owner, you own an asset. As an entrepreneur, it's more like a, a job duty. So you can think of, you know, a doctor who owns his own practice. Now if that doctor owns his own practice, but that practice doesn't operate unless he's there, he's actually self-employed. Now he may own the equipment, he may own the office building. He He may own like various different aspects of the business, but if that business can't generate cash flow without his presence being there, he's not necessarily a business owner. He's an entrepreneur. Now let's flip that on his head. What if there is a doctor, still a doctor, and he owns a practice just like he did in the other situation, but he actually employs other doctors so that if he has to take a trip to another country for whatever reason. his doctor's office is actually still operating. In that case, he could be technically an entrepreneur and business owner, but he's more so a business owner because that business doesn't need him to operate and the way that you know uh, what side of the fence you're on is that if you can't leave the state or the country that you're in for a week or a couple weeks and have that business bring in sales without you being there, you are in fact an entrepreneur. Now I don't think there's anything wrong with being an entrepreneur just like I don't think there's anything wrong with being a business owner but it is very very important that you understand which one you are because if you ever want to sell your business it's hard to do that if is more so entrepreneurial driven. And also you may be one of those people who, I, I have a friend who said that, you know, she never wants to have employees because employees can be a headache sometimes. So in that situation, she must understand that she will always be a entrepreneur unless she invests in, you know, somebody else's businesses, then she could be a business owner. So really the determining factor is if you're away and you're bringing in and your business is bringing in sales, you're a business owner, if you can't go anywhere and without bringing in sales. Like if basically, if, if you go somewhere and your business is not bringing in sales, then you are an entrepreneur. And I think it's just really important that you understand what side of the fence you're on. I think oh, there's
0: ahead. pros and cons to both of them because you just touched on a lot of the cons with the entrepreneurs and there are definitely some pros. Like yeah. one of the pros is that you don't have a team, so you don't have to worry about people complaining,
1: Stealing from you.
0: Stealing. You don't have to worry about getting letters from the unemployment offices. You you just don't have a lot to worry about because it's just you and yourself. And, And you
1: just have to hold yourself accountable.
0: Right. And you might have, let's say you have one assistant or something like that, that helps with the business, but overall it's just you. So as long as you're organized and you're well prepared, then oftentimes it's not a problem. Now it becomes a problem when you don't have money, income coming in if you're not doing work. So a lot of the ways that entrepreneurs get around that is that they, for example, some people that we know, like they have courses or they have YouTube channels and maybe they're just not recording new videos anymore and they're still profiting off of old videos. Basic or books, So basically they still need to find a way to bring in income without doing work.
1: Yeah, and also I think you brought up a a very good point. I think something, a distinction that we really need to make when it comes to entrepreneur versus business owner, I think what people should understand is that you being an entrepreneur is kind of like a calling. You're called to do that by whatever higher power you believe in. It's really a purpose, you know, like, i'm gonna be honest i didn't really choose to be an entrepreneur i tried to be a whole bunch of other things and none of those other things worked out and i became an entrepreneur i was like oh this works so it's, it's more so like a, a purpose that you appoint yourself but i think business ownership i think there's also people who are called to be business owners but i think that even if you're not necessarily called to be a business owner it's still smart to in some way be a business owner for your financial health
0: if you own a small business and you might be looking to sell you could run into some major issues forbes estimates that nine out of ten businesses listed never actually sell why because there's only one way to sell you need to do these four steps first So if you want to be a part of the 10% of businesses that sell for profits, we've created a free checklist for you so you can sell without those hurdles that normally hold you back. Download the free checklist by visiting www.abundantculture.co forward slash checklist.
1: So you can think of being a business owner as a transactional thing, just like, you know, you probably wouldn't want to run Apple, but it may make sense for you financially to own Apple stock um, because every now and again, it you know, you have to obviously work within your purpose, but you also have to make sure that your financial affairs are in order. So um, that's part of the reason that, you know, by the time this episode airs, it'll probably be launched already, but me and Jasmine have been working on a uh, fund who basically buy, fund, and grow different small businesses to give entrepreneurs like yourself an option where you know you're the doctor who's, you know, loves to work at his own practice. And if you're not there, you're not bringing in sales. That's totally understandable if that's what you want to do. But, you know, the side of that, you would also want to invest money into other small businesses that you don't need to operate so that you still have income coming in, maybe not from your original business, but from other sources Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that if for whatever reason you can't work or you don't wanna work in that, that office one day, you have the option to do that and still have money coming in. You can be an entrepreneur and a business owner, but we need people to understand that they are definitely different because what you don't want, and I've seen people fall into this trap before, they think they're business owners and then- And then for,
0: something happens. And then
1: something happens and then they're not necessarily able to work and then they're broke. And that's such a terrible situation to be in. So. I'm not saying don't be an entrepreneur, I'm just saying put your money to work in other businesses so that you can be an entrepreneur, work in your calling, work in your purpose, and also be a business owner and have assets. Creating like
0: that wealth, generational wealth, that legacy that you need. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny because last night we were watching Pretty Woman and this specific topic came up because he called off, I forgot what his name was in the movie, but the the girl, his girl, Oh, what are their names?
1: I know his r- name in real life is Richard, either Greer or Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. And then I and think- Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. So Julia Roberts was yeah.
0: like, don't go into work. And he was like, don't go into work. Like he never took a day off. He said, you mean to take a day off? She said, yeah. Like it was just so normal. Yeah. And he was like, well-
1: I guess I do own the company. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. And, and it then, was so like, funny. It switched to the next scene and the his like main guy, I, attorney whoever his like main partner was was pissed and like confused like yeah taking a day
1: off like yeah. he doesn't
0: do that but he's a business owner he can do yeah. that
1: <laughs> yeah and, and it's funny because he's a business owner that evidently forgot he owned the business so that if he didn't need to come in or didn't want to come in he didn't have to mm-hmm. so before we go we also wanted to touch on if you're an entrepreneur how to move towards business ownership. And like I said, you don't have to leave the entrepreneurship behind. Like, you know, there was this lady whose business we wanted to buy one time and she liked, she owned a business. She didn't have to be there for the most part, but she still liked to come into her salon and do hair. I think if that's what you're passionate about, you should do that for as long as your body would allow you to do that. But on the other hand, you also want to establish a legitimate business so that if something ever happens to you, you have income coming in regardless of whether you're actually working or not. So kind of like we touched on before, One way to move from entrepreneurship to business ownership is just to take the money you're earning as an entrepreneur and invest into other small businesses that other people can operate for you. And that's what we're planning on doing in our fund. And that's what we've did in the past outside of our fund, along with our partners as well. And
0: Um, I do want to point out that everyone pretty much starts as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, everyone starts as an entrepreneur.
0: I don't, well, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head where somebody came in and was a business owner, because even if you buy a business, you probably had another business to yeah. buy that business. So yeah. Joe and I Unless are Unless you're a trust fund
1: baby, then you-, you Right, you but lucked up.
0: they're probably not even listening to this. Congrats,
1: <laughs> congratulations, your parents were awesome. <laughs>
0: right, but yeah. <laughs> So I lost my train of thought.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) But uh, basically the whole key takeaway is that you can invest your money into other small businesses that are operated for you. But on the other hand, maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're realizing like, you know, I don't necessarily like being in the business all the time. I don't like that the business relies on me all the time. In that situation, what you have to do is just really systemize a lot of the things that you do on a daily basis. So figure out what are the steps that lead to a sale. And then you basically have to outsource each one of those steps until basically sales happen without you. And I know I made that sound really simple. And once you are actually done with it, it actually does seem really simple, but actually going through that process is a lot easier said than done, but it's definitely, definitely possible. I mean, me and Jasmine, we own a couple businesses and in, in those businesses, though, like sales happen regardless of where we are or what we're doing. And it's important because that, like I said, that's where the financial stability really comes in now that doesn't mean I don't go into work sometimes that doesn't mean that I don't help out it just means that my presence isn't needed and that's what makes the business an asset if it's not, if it, if you can't do that is not necessarily a full blown asset yet. And it'll be really hard to sell if you haven't got to that point. So really what you want to do is look at everything that leads up to a sale and create a a standard operating procedure for it, list out all the steps. And then you want to train somebody on those standard operating procedures to basically replace you. Mm -hmm. And the better you become at doing that, the more businesses uh, you can actually have, and the more things you can do with your time outside of just focusing on your business. Yeah. Now it does take away from the profit margin and people are like, well, I'm making, you know, 30, 40% profit margins in my business, like net profit margins. If I do all of this, it'll bring me down to like, you know, a 20 or less. And it's like, well, I'd rather make, you know, 15 to 20% profit margin or even a 10% profit margin without doing anything than having to work my butt off and make 30 or 40. Percent profit margins, net profit margins.
0: Like the idea of the four hour work week. Not a lot of people really can have a four hour work week, but the principle alone is what applies.
1: Absolutely. So that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. If
0: you haven't already, make sure you check out the episode where Joe and I are talking about business systems because we dove like way deeper into that topic and that specific episode. So if you're going from entrepreneur to business owner, then make sure you check that episode out. Awesome. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Culture Podcast with Jazz and Joe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe then leave an honest rating and review. And remember, we're ready to buy your business. So if you're ready to sell or passively invest in other small businesses, Go to AbundantCulture.co for more information. We publish episodes every Friday, so we'll see you next week.